Hi, welcome to Wake TV. So today soon, I'm gonna talk about from limitation to liberation. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to Wake TV. So today soon, I'm gonna talk about from limitation to liberation. So we have been um, focusing on joy and freedom lately because the frequency of 5D is joy and freedom. So when you guys, including ourselves, want to shift ourselves to 5D frequency and start embodying those frequencies, actually to, well, not just talking about it, but living in the frequency. So this is a continuation of that, and then we'll discuss about this topic. So, um, we love Daniel Scranton's channeling, you know, and then Sue happened to read, uh, I have a book one, but she got other version of the book. And then she was reading the certain chapter and then we got inspired to talk about it. Um, uh, my guide are saying maybe you, you wanna share the passage of the book and then we can get yeah. to the conversation. That's what I was thinking too. Thanks. Um, the book is called Channeled Wisdom from Higher Dimensional Beings. It's volume two. And it, again, it's by Daniel Scranton. And I'm going from page 235. And I'm just going to cut right to the really important passage um, that I think we want to kind of focus on today. It talks about our agreement I'll read it to you, but our agreement to be in the third dimension, which as you and I have um, held steadfast with that notion that, you know, all this stuff that we have in our lives, all these things we go through, we agreed to it, you know, soul planning and all of that. So I'm going to start there. The agreement that you have made to be third and now fourth dimensional before you incarnated is one that you did not take lightly. It is the one that you knew would be the ultimate challenge of existence. And now that you are closing in on letting go of all of that limitation, we can feel the excitement and the enthusiasm within you. We want you to know that the freedom from limitation that we are talking about has nothing at all to do with money, borders, governments, or even the cabal Illuminati, whatever name they are being called at this moment. You will be the ones who will lift the veil, and that will occur in the moment that you truly realize that you are infinite and internal beings of light and love. One of the greatest illusions that you are living under is that people outside of you have any sort of control over you. They do not decide for you whether or not, whether you are in your hearts or not. That is all on you, and that is the freedom that you seek. It's not the whole page, but I think it's the important stuff, the meat and potatoes. Yeah, that's an important thing anyway. So, you know, what struck me is that, um, you know, what a lot of other people are saying too, but in this passage is that this is really, our ascension process is an internal job totally internal, as in we're the ones who are going to flip the switch. There's no, yes, there are outside sources outside of us that are working on certain things. That's probably their sole plan to do that work and be involved in that work. 
but there's not one source outside of us that's going to to change uh, something that is outside of us that is going to suddenly turn us into 5D. We have to get there on our own. It's our responsibility, each one of us. And this is why you and I talk about joy so much and, and doing what really um, motivates us and ex excites us. Um, because those are the energies, the joy, the excitement, the feeling inspired from within that get us to the vibration that allows us to be 5D and above, I would even say. Um, so, you know, you can talk about starseed missions, you could talk about missions of all kinds, but I think the biggest mission that every single one of us has is that we are to remember that unconditional love is the only mission, you know, unconditional love for ourselves, unconditional love for other people. Um, and that doesn't mean putting up with bad behavior, by the way. What that means is we can see in each other um, our lightest selves, our darkest selves, everybody's a mirror of us. And so, uh, you know, when we encounter an individual that is um, maybe behaving badly and we, we take offense to it, uh, that gives us also an opportunity to look within ourselves and say, okay, what what is that person doing that I don't like? And is that a part of me that I don't like about myself? That's an old therapy tactic, but you know, there's some merit to it because um, this is kind of why people piss us off. You know, they're doing stuff that we don't like about ourselves and we work very hard not to behave that way. And when we see other be people behaving that way, it kind of triggers us. Ah, oh, geez, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that aspect. Well, you know what? We may not like it and we may not behave that way. And on the other hand, there have been times or even if it isn't in this lifetime where we have behaved that way. And so, you know, go as dark as you like, but, um, or stay as shallow as you, as you like. But uh, the fact of the matter is on some planet, on some existence, in some reality, we have been our worst selves. And I don't think I'm here to say, I don't think source judges that. Um, you know, that's why we all broke away from source in the first place. We decided to have these explorations, these um, experiences. And so why would this loving, um, omnipresence uh, ever judge what anybody else is doing. And therefore, we can't judge it either. I mean, I choose to be on my best behavior because that's how I feel good. I feel good about myself. I feel good about life. And I, I tend to have more joy. But people that are over there, wherever, behaving badly, I don't get to judge them. Because first of all, I haven't walked two feet in their shoes. And second of all, um, I know that probably in some way, shape, or form, I've behaved just as badly. Um, so I can respect and honor their, their path. Um, am I going to let them harm me? No. Am I going to let them harm my family? No. Am I going to let them take things away from me? No. Um, and society has uh, remedies for people that are dangerous. So I'm not talking about just letting people go willy-nilly and doing whatever. Um, but what I'm talking about is the presence, the consciousness, which says, I, I see you and 
I'm not judging you. I'm holding unconditional love for you because I understand that you are also God's source energy. And, but that starts with us. We have, before we can do that for another human being or any other energy, energetic being, we have to be able to do that for ourselves. And that means also holding space for times when we're not on our best behavior or when we're going through something and, um, you know, we didn't handle it exactly how we wished we did. Uh, if we can't have compassion for ourselves, how are we supposed to have compassion for anybody else? Yeah, that's important. Yeah. So people are talking about, you know, uh, we have to, I always go back to our consciousness because this is important. There's nothing outside of us. There's nothing outside of all that is the prime creator. So only thing we can do is we, we work on ourselves, let go of our dense energy within us, and then shift to higher timelines. By shifting higher timelines, we are shifting to fifth dimension and up. For now, five. So um, once we understand that we don't really have to fight with anything, go against anything. It, it's, it's really important to set the boundaries. That is nothing to do with fighting. That is making the choice and then giving a clear signal to, you know, we live in duality world. So giving clear signal to what you don't put up with it. So you can do that. By doing that, in a way, besides just shifting yourself, you are kind of defining a limit. Like I'm, I'm trying to um, describe what I'm seeing. So let's say your timeline is this. So once you're shifting yourself, uh, working on yourself, your timeline goes up and up and up. So when you put the boundaries, boundaries like this. So you don't let any kind of, um, being or organization or anything which is out of your integrity to come into a certain field. So it's not you have to protect yourself, even though last episode we told you it's important to do that. But in a way, we are having this line and then you are shifting up and up and up. Then we are kind of like defining our field when we are creating our own reality and creating our own holographic structure. So when we are doing that, um, our field gets more clear what kind of ingredient that we have to put in and then we remove some ingredient that we don't feel like putting in anymore. So this is a thing why we tell you to the consciousness of, oh, we have to fight against blah, blah, because as, as, as long as we are having this consciousness fight against something, then that is a war vibration or hate vibration. That is not high frequency. That is 3D, maybe lower 4D frequency, and that is not a 5D. So when you're seeking yourself to shift yourself to 5D, that is a vibration you do have to make a decision to 
they go or choose to focus on something else. Yeah. So the Christ consciousness comes handy. So when you choose to have a Christ consciousness, you choose to focus on compassion instead of fighting. So which is closer to, well, which is 5D frequency. So yeah. when your aim is, it's almost like when you're choosing apple versus banana, you have to choose something similar to apple, you know? When you decided to go to Hawaii instead of Texas, then you have to take a plane to go to Texas, not, not, not Hawaii, not to Texas. So sometimes you have to make a clear decision. You are not putting yourself into that vibration. Of course, we're human. So like even starseed, you know, even after your awakening, that doesn't mean you're going to start living like a super holy, right? It's like you get pissed off at someone or, you know, you're going to eat a lot of junk food, whatever. You live like your life because we have body, we have emotions. So it's kind of very difficult to reach the emotional level of, let's say, higher frequency beings. But they don't, they don't have opportunity to go through huge variety of feelings like a humans do. So that's right. You know, we 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 have a huge variety of emotions. So no matter what kind of spiritual awakening you're having, of course we're gonna go through so-called negative feeling or you know, you kind of gonna hate like certain bitches or whatever, right? That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That happens. But the important thing is to shift your focus on how long are you concentrate on that feeling versus, okay, you make a conscious decision to shift yourself to joy. Exactly. Right? It, to, to the point, you know, and that's the thing. We have to be responsible for our choices because what you just said is the absolute truth. We choose. So if I'm going to focus on the bitches, I better be understanding that that was my choice and that um, I'm bringing more of that energy to me by focusing on it. Um, if instead I focus on something pleasant that I enjoy, I'm bringing more of that joy to me. And I'm inviting, you know, we're telling the universe on a moment to moment basis what we want to see in our reality by what we focus on, what we talk about what we do. And so, you know, going into battle with an organization or an entity or whatever, that's just letting the universe, the universe doesn't care what you pick, by the way. Universe is completely neutral. All it, its main function is to just give you what you're asking for. And so when you focus on something, um, good, bad, neutral, the universe goes, okay, well, they want more of that. And so, you know, and, and like you said, there are times where, um, you know, maybe we're going through some 
revelations about our past and we're remembering some things and we do get angry about it or we do feel sad or we wished we had done things differently. That's fine. I'm not saying don't feel. I'm just saying take responsibility for what you are choosing. So if you you got to work through something, you're going to you maybe you feel lousy about it for a little while and um then you get to a conclusion to it and you go, you know, I get it now. I understand why I went through that. Great. That's your internal process. That's you getting right with yourself. That's you. And I say the word right. There is no right and wrong, but that's something you're working on. And that's fine. We're not saying don't ever feel bad. You know, that's not the point. Um, but as you also said, Eric, I think is an excellent point. Um, there are higher uh, vibrational beings that have never incarnated. Okay. And so, I mean, earth is considered to my understanding in my past five years of work in the quantum earth is considered an actual, um, it's like, a a privilege to be able to come here to earth. Uh, and it is also the hardest, in this universe. Um, I don't know about other universes. I don't go that far in the quantum explorations, but you know, we kind of deal with our galaxy and our universe, but um, you know, earth is not an easy place to go. It's also the place where we can grow the most in leaps and bounds. Instead of spending 400 years on some easy planet where there's not as much emotion, not the depth of emotion that's here. Um, you know, we can get it done in under a hundred years, a whole lot more. And um, so it's kind of like the, uh, the fast, the bullet train, right? It's not the slow, you know, turn of the century trains that would take you forever to get someone. It's just the bullet train, you know, we get on, we get on the earth plane and it's, there's so much uh, opportunity for great strides and great learning for our souls. Um, but there is free will. And, you know, just, I think just too many people don't want to take responsibility for what they're creating. If you got a story, okay, this is going to be one thing I'm going to suggest to everybody, because I, I did this for myself and I'm going to, we used to do this, this is an old counseling um, kind of mantra, tell your story, get it out, okay, but do it once, don't unpack your bags and live there, because if you do that, you're living in the past and you're keeping that story going, right, you are not your story your story is part of who you are as your experience, but you are not your story. So, I mean, say you had the worst possible horrendous upbringing that anybody's ever heard. Okay. That's not you. That's what you experienced. Your soul wanted to experience for whatever reason, chose to put that in your life plan. And so you went through it, but that is not who you are. And that is not how you have to move forward with that, with that, um, trauma and damage and mistrust of people and those kind of things. So, you know, I think the point Eric and I are trying to make is that this is an ascension is an internal job. What are you choosing? And um, that veil can go away in a moment, in a, in a millisecond, whatever. I can't even quantify it. It could be so quick. Uh, we just have to get through our stuff first. Um, 
I'm still working on mine. I don't know about you, Erica, but I know that you know, lately I've been having a lot of dreams. The energies have been intense. Um, I've had some personal res- revelations for myself and, um, I'm not so much in a hurry as I used to be. I used to want to be like, okay, let's get to 5D right now. (laughs) I'm ready. Let's go. No, I really wasn't ready. And so, you know, we've talked about divine timing in the past too. Um, But uh, I think it can be a lot easier journey if we just realize that there's nothing outside of us that's going to come in and save us and flip that switch. We're going to get there when we get there. And, you know, the best you're going to get there faster if you try and enjoy the journey instead of awfulizing everything outside of you and go oh isn't that terrible well so and so this happened to so and so and this is what's going on now in that country and blah 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 is it your country no are you there no do you have relatives there maybe if they you know but even if you have relatives there that are going through it it's their life plan We have to respect other people's life plan and what they chose to experience. If we try to take it away from them, that's not fair to them. We're doing them a disservice because their soul wanted to go through it. So can we hold compassion for it? Sure. Can we change it? I wouldn't want to. I I feel like that would be intruding on somebody else's experience. Yeah. So... Fastest way to shift to higher frequency is number one, don't watch other stuff which is outside of your world. That means you're kind of taking a break and uh, staying wherever you are, right? <laughs> so when you decided to watch certain clips, I happen to watch, you know, the water thing, a video, and then I I felt the frequency that was fear. And then I'm thinking like, what the fuck, you know? Um, I'm thinking like, okay, uh, that's how you you make a decision by, let's say, watching it, right? I didn't know that video was about that. The whole point is when you watch stuff like, not just that, I'm just using that as an example, stuff like that, then you, you decided to have a pep stop to stay there longer because you decided to put yourself into that frequency, right? Instead, you decided to focus on more joy and then freedom, not the freedom to like say, oh, I want freedom, not that kind of freedom. I'm saying like, you feel so free, you feel so much joy, that kind of freedom. So anything you, makes you feel like freedom, you decided to do that. In my case, I love riding the horse. I do pole dancing class. I feel free when I'm doing that. So, you, you know, you have your own freedom moment. So when you put yourself into that kind of feeling, then you are diving into that frequency. And the more of more, more time you feel that frequency, you're shifting into that timeline. And then when you make a decision to do that, keep on doing it, more and more and more, you're going to be 5D in New York minutes. That's just a decision. So I'm not saying that's the thing you have to do. But if you feel like you want to shift 5D fast, that is my recommendation, right? Because there's nothing outside. And the only reason we decided to 
stop ourselves to watch other people's stuff or you know all that kind of thing is kind of like kind of like distracting ourselves you know uh, with joy even though not the joy i'm talking about but entertaining ourselves by distracting ourselves so we don't we don't move ourselves that fast to 5d so that is also a decision too yeah that's true yeah because i'm curious i i like to dip my finger in every now and again and take the temperature and see what's going on so i listen to different things but you know, we also have the ability to just turn it off right away if we feel like it's it's not entertaining anymore. It's it's starting to cause concern. And you can just go, eh, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of, you know, delving into investigation or searching or what's going on, that takes a longer time. Yeah. Because the vibration of that is not exactly 5D, maybe that's going to fulfill your curiosity. So you're going to be intellectually satisfied. Maybe your mind is going to be happy, but frequency-wise, that's not a joy-happy energy, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I want to sh- share something really quick if I can. Yeah, but I, don't, I need to finish this. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. So, so when we are like, we, you make a decision to shift to 5D and then just decide to focus as much as joy and happiness as possible, then there's nothing outside. It means you don't really have to concern what's going on outside or, you know, certain kind of group because there is no influence from that. Once you decided to dip yourself into that vibration, then you shift 5D. So that's the fastest way. And that's a secret of, it's up to you to lift all bell and the shift there. You can shift, like, like Sue said, you can do it in New York minutes. You can, because you make a decision to dip yourself into joy vibration and then love vibration 24 7 if you can do that for a month or two i'm pretty sure you're pretty much in 5d and then you're probably there all that stuff won't even exist because you or if it does you won't see it anymore because it won't be in alignment with your vibration so you're going to start noticing that you don't notice these things anymore i don't even think you think about it anymore because you get to that level where you're just kind of always following your joy and uh what you what you're called to do internally um you're not even going to think to take the temperature anymore or watch those shows or commentary you're just going to be there yeah because if you are like suspicious about it i'm pretty sure you do have a friend who is always happy try to watch that friend you know that friend is always happy no matter what is happening outside. Yeah, that's that old saying, you know, you could go through hell with a smile. Why is that? Um, because you're not seeing the hell. Yeah. <laughs> other people other people may be experiencing it right next to you, um, but it's not your reality because you're not paying attention to it, quite frankly. There's like, it's that whole Schrodinger's cat thing too, you know, is the cat there or is it not? Well, if you're looking for it or you're, 
you're paying attention to it, it's there, you'll see it. But if you don't expect the cat to be there, you don't even know about the cat, then does it exist? I don't know. You know, quantum uh, string theory, I believe. No, I may be saying the wrong thing. I'm not a super um, scientific person, but one of those quantum things will suggest that it isn't there because yeah, you're not I, until I, you're focusing on it. Yeah, as soon as you focus on it, particle appear. Exactly. Before that, it's not there. It's like you manifest it by thinking about it because thoughts are energy, something like that. You know, let's keep it simple. But uh, Dolores Cannon talked about that too. Um, she said, and this is going to tie into what I was going to tell you earlier. Um, she said, you know, the reason why we're here today and I'm giving this lecture and you're here is because we all decided we wanted it. And so we created it. This building wouldn't even be here if we hadn't decided ahead of time that we were going to have this meeting. And that's how things happen. Um, so it's kind of a big leap to make, you know, because a building we think either exists or it doesn't, but does it? I mean, if you're coming from another area, how do you know until you actually go there, right? So I can't prove it or disprove it. But more importantly, what's going on in our, you mentioned earlier, watch the water. Um, and doc, this is Dr. Emoto's work again. You buy this, right? And I'm not showing the name brand on purpose. Um, anything like this, you know, this had water in it. I drank it, but imagine it had water in it. I just bought it. I'm going to drink it. When I bought it, I read on the label, it's purified water, right? So that's my expectation. That's the energy when I made the purchase. And that's what energy is going to go into my body when I drink it. It's purified water. That's all really good for my body. That's my belief system. I need to drink X amount of water a day, you know, for my body to be in good health, blah, blah, blah. Those are all my beliefs that I'm putting into that water that I'm drinking that are ultimately going to make my body healthy because I believe it will. The minute I listen to somebody else who tells me that somebody put something in this that's bad for me i have exactly changed the energy of this water oh yeah it's the same damn water that i bought at the store but the minute i believe something different about it because somebody said there's something in this that's bad for me i have now changed my water and dr Omoto basically proved that through his studies and experiments. And, um, you know, people would say he was a fake or a quack, but you, you know, there's some scientific evidence that he did that you cannot refute because it is, it has been experiments done over time, reproduced over and over again, same results. Okay. Uh, I happen to know some things about research because I had to, when I was doing my graduate studies and I'll tell you, um, there's not going to be one bit of research that ever proves anything absolutely conclusively. That's why you have so many theories out there. But of any of the research I've ever seen, I really believe deeply in Dr. Remotus. I do it with my plants. I talk to my plants. I tell them I love them. I tell them, I say in my mind, and I believe what I'm putting in their water and their nutrients is really good for them. I give them the best light and the best conditions that I can, blah, blah, blah my plants are great. They're super healthy. They know that they're loved. This is energy we're talking about people. We are literally magicians. 
If you go outside and take a deep breath of air and you believe that fresh air is good for you, guess what? That fresh air is going to be good for you. If you go outside and you worry about chemtrails, what kind of energy are you putting in your air? I don't you know? see chemtrails since like a few years ago. Oh, I'm just saying it, it doesn't matter whether you see them or not. It's what you're believing, right? Yeah, but, uh, and and there's people you... out there spreading crap about chemtrails right now, just like they are with this. And, 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 and uh, 5G and everything else you can imagine. They're trying to sell shit. First of all, they're trying to sell their wares. Okay, fine. If, if, if you want to sell something fine, don't, don't make people afraid in order to sell your product. I think those people are dirtbags. That's my opinion. I know that's judgmental. I don't care. I stay away from them. Anybody who's out there pushing fear is is not acting in your best interest you're the magician i'm the magician everybody we're talking to they're their own magician what are you believing that's what i'm trying to say it doesn't matter what anybody else says because nothing you eat or drink or breathe or swim in is going to be toxic to you unless you believe it and and the flip side of that is no medicine is going to heal you unless you believe it will. So whether you're talking Eastern medicine, Western medicine, um, a genie, a guru, um, a therapist, um, whatever it is you're putting in your body or your mind or your essence, it isn't going to work unless you believe it will. So that's the other side. That's the flip side of what I started talking about. But we are in the driver's seat. And, you know, as wild and outlandish as that might sound, it really is the truth. I think it's a universal truth. Uh, we're creating every minute of every day. So, like, really be careful what you're creating and, and allow yourself to be joyful. I mean, there's this whole idea that people have that, um, and I think it's subconscious, that maybe they don't deserve such joy and happiness, um, you know, especially if they're considering the outside, you know, people on the outside, like I said earlier, oh, so-and-so in this country, or this country is really struggling or suffering, or there's a war, or there's whatever, lockdowns, whatever you want to call it. Um, you can't have survivor's guilt and move into 5D, right? You can't feel guilty about being joyful and move into 5D. Because first of all, you're crushing your joy. So you're ruining your frequency and your vibration. And number two, you're not helping those people you're worried about by ruining your own joy. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the story about chemtrail. So since, I don't know, a few years ago, I don't see any chemtrail anymore. It's gone. In my reality, it's gone. It's gone. But I do hear other people talking about it. There's the a reason why, because my timeline is different from the other people who are talking about chemtrail exist. So mm -hmm. I'm just using chemtrail as an example. Which one are you going to choose? Yeah. You know, are you going to choose to be a reality of chemtrail or no chemtrail, right? Yep. And then even water thing, uh, those, those of you who are Christian or including Catholic, um, you know, you tries to change the water to wine, he does have ability, but the whole point is that is a good analogy. We can change water molecule to something else. 
So if you, you are not, you're the kind of person who believe in some authority figure, could be a doctor, could be whoever, and then talking about information, you know, other people are talking about, and then you happen to be scared about, that is not the information you want to watch. And then what are you going to do? You happen to watch that kind of information like I did yesterday without knowing. Then you can make a statement that's a piece of crap. You know? So you, you can make a decision even after you watch it. Are you going to believe in what you just heard or you just want to dismiss the piece of crap? So... But best way is consciously choose to what to watch. You know, people are saying like, oh, you know, all the entertainment program is vicious. Not everything is black and white, right? I used to think that every single politician is evil, means 100%. But I'm pretty sure maybe 5% or less people do care about other people. Maybe it's not 100%. So that kind of opened up my horizon to not every politician is evil and self-centered. You know, that is the reason I, I wasn't keen on voting anything because everybody's into themselves. What's the point of voting, right? That was my point of view before. But now I see minority of people do care about other people, not just themselves. So. I'm just using politicians as an example, any kind of industries, any kind of industries, including entertainment industry, there are good people in there. So it's not everything is black and white, like everything is painted 100% black. It's not like that. It's just some industry, you see majority of people who do not have integrity, so they stand out you know, compared to other industry, that may be it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just that, again, you can make a decision, even like the TV show or movies, you can make a decision which show make me feel joyful or you learn something or you feel happy. Yesterday, I watched The Devil Wears Plata again. I, I bought it because I love that movie and then I kind of decided I want to watch all over again. So that movie is entertaining, right? And then it makes me happy. So if any kind of movies or any kind of TV show makes you feel uplifted, it serves its purpose. It doesn't have to give you super like high frequency wisdom or anything. Or like you said, it doesn't have to be Puritan either. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Little House on the Prairie. It could be whatever. Yeah, you can enjoy them. You feel like, especially after I watched that water movie, you know, I watched The Devil Wear Prada and I felt really good, you know. That's of the purpose, right? So you can choose because you are the creator, so you can pick and choose what you allow to go into your world and then what you put, what kind of stuff you put boundaries. It's same in the relationship, same in anything. You can just have a clear boundaries. This is not what 
I don't entertain because if you're the kind of person who get influenced by some authority figures saying this and that, and then you immediately get scared, that's not good for you, right? Then you shouldn't be watching the water video like I watched. But mm -hmm. if people are like me, I happen to watch it, I felt fear frequency. I got a little bit scared, and then I made a choice to watch something else. I decided that's a piece of crap. And then this doctor is smiling. So he probably has some kind of ulterior motive. And then I decided to watch something else. So it depends your personality, uh, your level of how easily you get influenced by something, right? Anything. And then you can decide because you know yourself better than anybody else. So don't let other people tell you what to do. You can decide, you're adult, you have a brain and you can judge yourself like how much you get influenced by something. Yeah. Yeah. Internal job, you know, I, I think I really, really loved reading Daniel's words today. It was a channeling, but, you know, he took the time to put it in book format and he was the 90 Arcturian Council uh, speaking, I believe. I just want to double check that. Yep. Arcturian Council. Um, I want to mention on that note that, um, you know, it's not just Daniel Scranton or Erica or me or all of us have access to these higher dimensional beings um, to get information and channel. We, you have to open up your mind to it and believe it. But, um, you know, to the point of today's video is, it, you know, in our broadcast is this is this ascension is an internal job. You have all these choices um, and there's as many timelines as there are choices, you know. So whether you get there sooner or later is really up to you. I mean, we could be talking for another day or two about all of this. And I really hope that the main point has come across. This is solidly in your lap, how you choose to proceed. Uh, whether you choose uh, fear or joy. And really, um, it doesn't matter what you choose. It's fine. Just, you know, take responsibility for what you're choosing. Um, because the faster we can get out of any kind of victim roles, the better. Um, so, you know, I just really dropped that whole uh, dark hat, what do they call them, black hat narrative. I just can't even go with that narrative anymore because um, that implies that I'm some kind of victim. And I'll tell you what, I'm nobody's victim. It's an experience. And um, it's very clear to me what happened. Uh, am I going to keep that story going? Hell no. Hell no. Um, it's old. It's it's out of steam. It, it, it ceased to be exciting last year. <laughs> Oh, really sick to death of it. I don't want to hear any more about it. And, you know, um, so moving forward, I mean, that's my choice. We all have those choices. You know, we just, we just hope 
I think I can speak for you too, Erica. We just hope that you all, anybody that's listening to us, understand that it's in your lap. It's it's your decision. How do you want to proceed? Yeah. So we can put as many limitations as you want by having a lot of pet stuff and then having a lot of distraction or, you know. So when we stay one timeline or one dimension longer, it's up to you. Or we can just liberate ourselves and then make a clear conscious decision what do you want to choose, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important to set the intention and then stick to it. But relax and take it easy because this is not some kind of competition who get there fast, right? So yeah. Just relax and then enjoy the journey. But if you are the kind of person, I don't want to take 30 more years or 20 more years. I just want to get it done with five years. Then you kind of want to have a clear decision to make. Even though we all get there, you know, you can make a decision like how long we want to stick around with same movie playing over and over. Or yeah. Yeah. Say, oh, this is enough, right? I'm, I'm fucking done with it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to drop an F bomb. I mean, that one deserves it. I'm just so tired of the movie. I can't even stand it anymore. So it's like, nah. just focusing a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, focusing joy is uh, one of our suggestions you can choose because it's more fun to do that. And then more you acclimate yourself into that vibration, you'll shift into faster and faster to 5D frequency. So next week, soon and I are going to talk about a more interesting topic. And thank you so much for watching. Please share, like, subscribe. And then we see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. So we see you guys next week. Bye.